Hello, and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. As you guessed it, I talk about connection on this podcast, connection with the world around us, everything seen and unseen, living and not living even, and whether you feel it or not, we're connected. I'm going to talk about how these connections affect our daily lives and how we can learn to live a better life once we recognize them. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Reverend Karen Cleveland. Hello, welcome, and let's dig into episode one. I'm Reverend Karen Cleveland, and I want to tell you just a little bit about me. You will probably hear more about me in the next two episodes than you will the rest of the podcast. I just want you to get a little understanding of who I am, where I'm coming from, why I'm doing this, what my mission is. So I do just want to tell you just a little bit about me. I'm a minister with the Center for Spiritual Living, and in that philosophy, we honor all paths to God. It doesn't matter what your background is, what religion you came from, what religion you're in right now. No matter the religion, we honor that getting to know your own personal truth and your own personal place and soul, how you need to do it is perfect for you. I can't tell you what's perfect for you, and you can't tell me what's perfect for me. So we honor each other's path that leads to our own personal joy and soul development. I love the principles that we talk about in this philosophy. There's a lot of what we call spiritual principles. There's mindfulness practices and mindset practices. All of these are designed to get us back to our God. One of my missions with this podcast is that I want everyone to understand at the very basic level, the most basic level, there is a connection between everything and how that connection can help us live a happier life, a more meaningful life. And how knowing this and living through this can help us know that everything is going to be okay. In the end, it's going to be okay. I'm not going to use a lot of big fancy terms in this podcast. I do study a lot of consciousness and quantum physics, neuroscience, neurobiology, philosophy. I want to keep this simple to understand. If the whole idea is new to you, I don't want to overwhelm you with ideas that are difficult to understand if you don't have a background in it. My personal background, I started out my adult life working in pharmacy and healthcare, working in hospitals. And I practically never really left. I moved around a lot in what I did specifically, but it was always within the healthcare system and usually within pharmacy. I started as a pharmacy tech, but then I started teaching. I started doing some very specific program manager and project manager jobs. I went into pharmacy automation. I worked in pharmacy IT, so managing the pharmacy computer systems. So that was a lot of logical and scientific background work, being in pharmacy and healthcare IT. But at the same time, I also did other jobs and interests to spark my more spiritual and creative side. I've been an animal communicator for many years. I've done a lot of volunteer work with the animals, worked with the animal rights, and 
also work with people in transforming themselves using spiritual practices and mindfulness techniques, all these kind of things to help with our personal connection. Now, many of you know me as an animal communicator. I just want to say this podcast is not all about animals, but I am going to talk about animals for a little bit because there is no escaping the fact we share the earth with animals. And I believe there's a reason for this, but I also really want to let make sure everyone realizes we are animals. I think people forget we're animals too. So anything that we see the animals do or anything we believe about animals, let's remember that's how it is with us too. We have different abilities, obviously. Some of the self-reflection and way we think are different than the animals. But at the end of the day, we are all animals. And I believe that the main problem we have in realizing that other non-human animals have the ability to feel things and to think things is because we don't understand their language. It's a language barrier. And I believe that's all it is. So I'm going to talk about all kinds of connection on this podcast, the connectedness of everything, not just life. It might even be material things like the rock outside your door, or it might be the plant inside your house. It might be your career or your homeland, your community, your body, your emotions, your trauma. We have connections with all these. They all play a part in who we are and how we live life. We can't be separated from any of these. Everything impacts us and we impact everything in our lives as well. Going back to me a little bit in my background, it wasn't until I had my first dog as an adult, since my childhood dog had died many, many years before, that I started questioning my abilities with connecting with animals. My kids were teenagers, so I was well well into adulthood, right? I was old. And my kids were teenagers, and I would tell them things like, you know, Buddy, our dog, Buddy wants you to let him outside. Buddy wants you to get him some water. Buddy wants this. Buddy wants that. I never thought anything about it until one day my daughter says to me, Mom, how do you know what Buddy wants? And I was shocked because I thought to myself, how do you not know what Buddy wants? But it had explained a lot. If no one else knew what Buddy wanted, no wonder they didn't help him. It really made me start wondering, well, I don't know. How do I know what Buddy wants? I just know. I don't know how I know. At about the same time, I also started listening to a pet psychic on the radio. Now, she's not around anymore, so you'll never be able to guess who she was. But I would listen to her, and sometimes I don't know why I continued listening to her, because someone would call in, ask a question about their animal, she would answer them, and I would just go, what? That's not right. That's not right. I could do better than that. And I don't know why I thought I could do better than that. And I actually started asking myself, why do I think I could do better than that? Because she's the pet psychic, not me, but I know she's getting it wrong. <laughs> so I started looking into it and I took an animal communication class and the rest is history. 
But I also realized not only could I communicate with the animals, but I also felt the animals. And this is something a lot of people do with people and animals. It's called medical intuition, and it's about physically feeling how they feel or where they hurt or if they have any discomfort anywhere. And it was one of the first indicators that I was in connection with an animal, that I was feeling something in my body that the animal had going on with them. After I started learning about it and looking back at my relationships with animals through my life, I realized it was more of just a daily connection living with these animals, just like with your spouse or your children. You know what they need. You know what they're thinking. You just kind of live in harmony with each other without necessarily having to express your needs to each other. If we live like this within the entire world at large, we start to see the balance, the harmony in life. We start to understand that the natural cycles are, yes, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. Animals are not the only kind of connections I'm going to talk about on this podcast, though. I'm also going to talk about things like spiritual connectedness or emotional or physical, social, professional connections. We are connected with so many other things in so many different ways that, as I've said before, they all affect us and we affect them. So maybe I don't know exactly how some of these connections show up in the world, but I can see the results of things or I can see the impact on other things. Let me just talk about, say, twins for a minute. People, most people are aware that there are special relationships between twins, even when they're not together, that one can know what's going on with the other one at a distance. They can still feel something that going on, or they can even communicate with them. I'm going to date myself, but there's probably a lot of you out there that remember telephone telepathy. So the telephone would ring. There was no caller ID. There was no special rings, but the telephone would ring and we would know who was on the other end before we ever picked it up. I'm going to explain this later about how this happens. But there's something to the fact that you know who is calling you without guessing, without saying, oh, I'm expecting a call from mom. That must be mom. No, knowing who it was, having no idea that this person was going to be calling you. And then the thing that I call reverse telephone telepathy is the idea of bringing someone intentionally back into your life. And again, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but accidentally running into someone in the store that you've been thinking about lately or talking about lately and you both saying, oh my God, I was just thinking of you. I meant to be in contact with you. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been out in public somewhere? Or you don't even have to be in public, actually. It could happen in your living room where you have other people. But you are somewhere minding your own business and you get the feeling someone is staring at you. And I would say you're probably always right, even if you don't see who the person is. But we can feel it when people are staring at us. Why do you suppose that is? 
There's some kind of a connection there. There's something about a person focusing on you that your body, that energy in your body responds to. This is all part of the interconnectedness with other people and with life. The University of Geneva did some experiments with photons. Now, I don't really know anything about photons, but I think it's amazing anyway. And I can't remember if it was a bonded pair of photons or they took one photon and split it in two. But either way, they left one at point X and they moved the other one seven miles away. So you have these two photons that are completely separate. They are not connected by any means. And they would apply a stimulus to the one at point X and the one that was seven miles away would respond. Now, I don't care what it is. What do you know can respond to a stimulus from seven miles away? There's a connection. And it's the same way that I can talk to an animal that is 5,000 miles away from me. And yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I have. So there's lots of studies that go on. Lots of institutes are doing work. There's lots of quantum physics studies and there's the Institute of Noetic Sciences and the HeartMath Institute. They do a lot of surveys and studies just exactly with this sort of thing. <clears throat> HeartMath has shown that the electromagnetic field of the heart extends beyond the human body. So it goes outside of the human body. And in fact, so, that, so that's our energy field. Our energy field is not contained within our body. And even if you think about magnets, it doesn't stay contained within the magnet or the Earth's gravitational pull. It doesn't stay within the Earth. Energy goes outside of ourselves and it extends beyond. And it's one of the ways we connect with each other. And it's one of the ways we connect with other things. These fields of energy allow connection, even if you don't understand it. And even if you don't know it's there, it still affects you. It totally affects you. Surely you've walked into a room and you could feel arguing or fighting in the room, or you walk past people on a street or in your workplace, and you could feel something was going on there. We even have a saying when you walk into a room where there's been an argument. We say the tension was so thick you could cut it with a knife, right? But it goes both ways. You might also feel love. You might walk past a happy couple and feel joy and feel love from them. So this is just one example of how the energy between things, between people, between animals, can be felt. You don't have to know that it's there for it to affect you. You can walk through this energy field and be affected by it. You can be walking down the street and all of a sudden pass someone and start feeling happy or joyous for no reason at all. You get kind of mixed up in their energy field. So what I ultimately hope to inspire in people is that I want everyone to know, A, it's all going to be okay, and that they have hope. I want people to have hope that things can change and that it's all going to be okay. And we're going to look at how this is going to happen through the lens of connectedness and through the lens of 
how we get connected back to our personal truth, our personal source, and how we can use that to our advantage. I want people to have faith in knowing that living in this connectedness intentionally helps you begin the discovery of the magic in life and it opens you up to possibility to begin to understand things that are there, but you don't even have to understand. It just opens you up to a greater sense of being and to allow the magic and miracles to come into your life. There's always going to be natural cycles of life. There's always going to be ups and downs, as I've said before. If you're up right now, just know that something might happen and you're not going to be there forever, but also know if at your core, you know everything's going to be okay. You're going to manage through that time okay until you're in an up cycle again. Knowing this ease and this bottom line meaning and purpose and happiness in life, that's going to get you through until everything is, is good again. And I want you to know this because I think everyone deserves to live better. I don't think people should have to struggle. And you will hear about my struggle. I've been there. And I think everyone deserves to live better. And then there's another very selfish reason. It's because I feel what goes on in the world. So the way that I feel what's wrong with the animals physically, I feel from other people as well. It's taken me 50 years to understand what I was feeling. I had no idea what was going on. And it might make me a good animal communicator on the one hand, but on the other hand, when I'm in a room or a community or a country full of sad, depressed people suffering, it can drag me down if I don't know how to manage my own energy. Some people call that this being an empath, whatever you call it, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me what it's called. And if you feel like that's true for you sometimes, I would encourage you to look into it. Because like I said, it took over 50 years for me to even figure that out. And once you figure it out, and once you understand that maybe that fear isn't yours, maybe that achy leg isn't yours. Actually, I had a friend say that she thought people go to the doctor for their spouse's problems all the time. And I think it's true. If you have a pet, you probably know that they pick up on your energy. And it's true for people. What I said, we're animals. If it's true for your pets, it's true for us. We're people. I mean, we're animals. So if this might be you, I'm just going to say Judith Orloff might be a good source to look at. Read one of her books. So that's my more selfish reason is that I want everyone to be uplifted so that I don't have to feel the pain. If you are skeptical about feeling another person's pain or symptoms, Cuvade syndrome is a proven syndrome or phenomenon that men go through when their spouses are pregnant and they have the pregnancy symptoms. So this is something, it might not be talked about a lot. It's not abnormal. It's something that people have. People feel other people. People feel other animals. Animals feel other animals. And animals definitely feel their people when they're living in the house from them. So you can pick up happiness and joy from someone, or you can pick up sadness and fear and anger from someone. 
And let me just point out, if you're picking up happiness and joy from someone, that's awesome, but that's not going to last. You need to find your own bottom line joy and happiness. And that's why we're here. I don't want you to get stuck in anyone else's emotions. I want you to have your own, live your own, and know how to manage them. Having our own core joy is what's going to anchor us and stabilize us when we go through a bad time. So I'm going to give you an exercise, start you off easy with getting used to the connection around you. A simple little exercise. I talked about telephone telepathy briefly earlier, and I briefly talked about focus. So the reason you know who's calling on the phone, or some of us do, is because that person is focusing on us. So if mom is calling you, mom is focusing on you and you're feeling that just like you feel it when someone is staring at you. So turn off the special ringers on your phone. Don't look at the caller ID. Start practicing knowing who is at the other end of the phone when the phone rings or when you get a text or when you get an email. It's not gonna happen right away. If you start doing it today, you might guess right. You you might guess right tomorrow too, but eventually you're going to get to a place where you start feeling like you actually know, and it's not so much a guessing game. Now, don't aim for 100%. No one gets it 100%. Even the best psychics in the world get it like 60, 65% of the time. But just start becoming aware of it because it's pretty cool when you get it right, when you know you're not guessing and you're feeling like you know who the person is. And the other exercise is what I call reverse telephone telepathy. So bring someone into your life that you miss, that you have lost contact with, that you would love to talk to again. Someone that when you see them, you can say, God, I've missed you, or I've been thinking about you, or I've been talking about you with our mutual friend. Start focusing on another person and see if they don't respond to that within the next week or month. How many times have you said, oh my gosh, I was just thinking of you. Don't pick someone that owes you money or that you want to tell off or anything like that. Pick someone that you love that is actually going to enjoy being in contact with you. The other thing is if you, when you start focusing on this person, and it only has to be five minutes a day, just see yourself talking to them in your head. See yourself talking to them. See if you notice little signs about that person. Maybe a song you guys used to enjoy together. Maybe a movie you saw together. Maybe a place you used to go comes up. Things are going to start coming up, which reinforce your connection with this person and will reinforce your connection with them as well. I understand if you think I'm crazy and that's okay because Beginning to understand all this is going to help you manage through life a little bit. If you become aware and start to intentionally affect things in your life, we can't affect the situations. We can affect only the way we respond to them, only the way we react to them and how we decide to move forward from here. One of the things I'm talking about next season is shared death experiences, which are simply amazing simply amazing that there can be someone in Australia and when they're dying, the person in America is feeling it and sharing the experience as they walk toward the light. Amazing. That's all I can say.
it kind of leaves me speechless, but this connection is not limited by time or by space or by words. So go practice your telepathy or reverse telepathy exercises and get on Facebook and let me know how it goes or email me, contact me through my webpage, which is revkarenpodcast.com because I really want to hear, I want to have a conversation about it. And everyone have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.